This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seats with 50 as a popcorn. Hey everybody, my name is Doug, and this is Doug Loves Movies. Coming to you from a rental car. What kind of car is this still, Graham? Doug, this is still a Toyota Prius hybrid. Do we still like it? Yeah, it's a good car. I used to own one of these. They're nice. Sips the gas, has a nice... Redog display, a lot of thumb touching here with the uh, temperature and the modes and the everything. Integrated Bluetooth. It sips the gas like a gentleman or a lady with its pinky finger out? Yes, it does. It is the coat and tails of, uh, of engines. And we're driving from Orlando, Florida to Jacksonville, Florida on Saturday, January 5th to Ocean's 13. My guest and driver is... Uh, my guest slash driver is Graham Elwood. Hello. And uh, what are we on, the 95 North? We are on the 95 North, Doug. We just transitioned from the 4 East out of, or, or out of excuse me, Jam Lando into the 94 North into Jacksonville. Very nice. Um, we're driving to Jacksonville to do two Benson movie interruption shows. 
sold out shows, That's right. by the way, at the Sunray Cinemas. Yay. Today at 420 we'll be watching Robocop. Tomorrow, Dirty Dancing. I'll buy that for a dollar. Dirty Cop and Robo Dancing. <laughs> Which I would also watch for a dollar. Both of those movies for a dollar, easily. Uh, since last I spoke and you listened, Graham and I visited Universal Studios Florida, Islands of Adventure, and the wonderful wizarding Weasley World of Harry Potter. <laughs> Weasley World. Uh, I'd have to say a highlight of Universal Studios was the Twister attraction. What a sleeper. I mean, like, who saw that co- coming? It's like, uh, it's a great, fun ride. Um, two Not reasons. so much a ride as a stand around and watch. A stand around and interactive watch a little bit. You watch it, you're on a sound stage and a crazy twister happens. You get sprayed with rain and there's lightning and all kinds of craziness. A couple things get set on fire. Sure, you get some fire and then the, the thing crashes and it's yeah. But but the, the true gem of this ride is the fact that they have two separate you walk in and you watch a video and then you walk into another room and there's another video. And they really sell the shit out of Twister even though it's 17 years old or <laughs> however, however long it's been around. <laughs> that movie came out in 96 or 97 or something. And so there's these, hi, I'm Bill Paxton. And both times he's standing with his like shoulders. He looks like he's modeling. Yeah. <laughs> so he's wearing robust. denim and his hair is kind of long. and shirt, uh, Denim shirt's open, you know, a little showing a little... Little chest, little man cleavage, little Burt Reynolds. So then, through the rest of the experience, every time something would blow up or we get rained on or whatever, Graham would yell, "Hi, I'm Bill Paxton." <laughs> Hi, I'm Bill Paxton. To the enjoyment or irritation of no one around us, like it doesn't. People don't like it. They don't dislike it. Didn't it, know just, it, it just happens. Yeah, it just happens. But um, for all you fans of that uh, Helen Hunt, Bill Paxton disaster vehicle, please visit Universal Studios. If you've ever hoped that that was a ride or a stand around and watch, now's your chance. Uh, So that was was pretty fun. I mean, the main reason we went on that is because it said that the wait time was only 10 minutes. Yeah. That was the big selling point. And then it turns out that the, the whole thing is kind of... It's all wait time because yeah. they, they really, it's, you have to stand around and watch making of the movie Twister whether you want to or not. Twice. Just to get to the, just to get to the good stuff. <laughs> yeah. And then the human that's actually there actually says, okay, now we're going to watch some more about the making of Twister when you go into that second, yeah. room, second room. And then they so try to feign, they're like, oh no, a Twister hit, hurry, get out of the room. Yeah, they make you do an emergency evacuation, which is, I would think you get an occasional actual panicked person. You gotta get some of that. Yeah. Especially since there's so many, like, people from other countries. There's a lot of Brazilians there. A couple of them must just flip out. Yeah, they must cut off all their pubic hair. That made no sense. Brazilian? They all wax their, their dicks. <laughs> oh, a tornado! Wax my dick! That's right, we forgot to mention that only men are allowed in Twister. Yeah. It's a no ladies ride. Nope. No ladies attraction. Except Helen Hunt does come out and say hi. Hi. I'm Helen Hunt. I'm Helen Hunt. 
twisters are, are terrible. They also try to defend twisters at a couple of points about what how majestic they are. No, they're fucking scary. They're period. Yeah. They're bad. You don't you don't want just because you're a plate of scientists scientist Bill Paxton doesn't mean uh, twisters are awesome things that we should embrace. Hi, I'm Bill Paxton. And we also went on what I think is one of the better technological. Techn- oh, technically, uh, the uh, Harry Potter ride... That ride is great. Is, ...is pretty impressive. I'm not a huge fan of those movies, but it does not matter. And if you're a fan of those movies, you have to go to this, because they have created a whole Muggle Town and <laughs> Hogwartville and everything. Like That's, Those are both inaccurate, but yes, they <laughs> created a whole area. And uh, we even drank some butterbeer. Yes, the butterbeer was delightful. Yeah, there's no beer or butter in it, but it is tasty. Yes. Now it's time for the best of Two Oceans 12. My picks for some of the best things in motion pictures in Two Oceans 12. And I'm going to go with the best movies I haven't seen yet. And you can confirm or deny, Graham, because uh, the, uh, there's a few... Movies that I haven't seen yet that are getting a lot of, uh, you know, award talk and critical plaudits. And they are uh, Life of Pi. Yes, good movie. Okay, so I still gotta see that. I just, something about it, it just looks boring to me. It's not. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Promised Land. Oh, I definitely wanna see yeah, that. Yeah, you wanna see that fracking movie? Ha <laughs> And then, um. Hi. I'm Bill Paxton. And then Searching for Sugarman. Sugarman. Great documentary. I've seen it. I saw it in Adelaide, Australia. It is it is everything that's good about the genre of documentary filming. Yeah, I want to see that. And the music's really good and everything. I want to see that. Really cool. I'd like to see that. And uh, what about you, Graham? What are you still? What are your holes in your? Uh, I know you haven't seen Les Mis I yet. Oh, I know. I'm so not a musical guy, but I just want to see it for the spectacle. And I still, I haven't seen Promised Land either. Um, and what else was there that I've seen most stuff? Yeah, you haven't seen Parental Guidance. That's not a film. <laughs> I don't acknowledge that's it. That's a phrase. Yeah, that's that's a. <laughs> That's an annoying trailer and a movie poster. That's what that is. I will see that in Guilt Trip. But at least in Guilt Trip, uh, Barbara Streisand doesn't take a baseball bat to the nuts. <laughs> I assume. I assume she does not. The movie poster is annoying. The movie poster, if you look at it, you're annoyed and bored. Of Barbara Streisand's face? Of the everything about Seth Rogen and Barbara Streisand. Like... Two of my favorites. <laughs> back to back. <laughs> um, do you have a best movie that you have seen of Two Oceans Twelve? Boy, I would. Man, it's. Fun. You comedy film nerd, you. I would have to go probably Argo. Um, and then it's a ta- like this is one of the better years I think that we've had. Uh, I think it's the it's going to be the first year since they've done ten best pictures where there'll be actually ten legitimate movies, not like five or six, and then they just fill it with nonsense to, to fill out the back end. Like, I think there's going to be... Well, you know, and they don't have to go the full ten, either. They, 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 right. can, they can nominate the Academy, can nominate five, five to ten movies. I think there's going to be, because, I mean, you know, Flight is a good film. I don't think it is Best Picture, but it's a good... Denzel Washington is great in it. Um, 
That's it just got a WGA nomination, which is interesting. Yeah, uh-huh. there's some amazing performances. Like Hitchcock is not Best Picture, but but he's great in it, and so is Helen Mirren. Uh, oh, I I thought I never for a second stopped thinking I was looking at Anthony Hopkins. It's like complete opposite of Daniel Day Lewis and Lincoln, where it's just an incredible transformation. Right. Uh, I thought Toby Jones did a better version of that boring TV. The HBO Hitchcock movie, which also was not a very good movie. I mean, how do you make the making of Psycho and the Birds into a boring movie? Because they did it twice <laughs> in the same year. <laughs> not boring, but like, I, I honestly, with the most entertaining thing to me about uh, Hitchcock is that Scarlett Johansson is a really good actress. She's so- she like clearly studied Janet Lee yes. and does actually does like Janet Lee faces and yeah. stuff and but while still being and the way gorgeous Scarlett Johansson in more modern interviews with Janet Lee the way she would refer to Hitch you can like you saw that in her performance mm-hmm. of like oh this is how I dealt with him on the set and this is how he made his movies and like, to me it was interesting just knowing like I didn't realize all of the fights with the censors and everything that he had to go through to get Psycho made. That was interesting for me, personally. Um, yeah, that was interesting. And the guy they got to play, Anthony Perkins, did a good job. Yeah. And, but I just thought that ultimately it was like... It's not Best it's Picture. It's a pretty fluffy movie. It's not Best Picture, but it is interesting. If you're a Hitchcock fan, you'll. I think it's interesting. And it's interesting that two different biopics can come out in the same year, and they both p- position Hitchcock's wife... In a completely different In one version she's like his right hand man Helping him do everything And in the other one she's this cowering woman Who you know is afraid of her husband And just tries to stay out of his way So 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 the jury's still out on what the fuck Hitchcock was like Or his relationships and Yeah Mrs. Cock You know I think the girl That movie the girl is all kind of Mostly from Tippi Hedren's point of view And she makes him out to be an absolute monster Who should have been at the very least sued uh, But maybe even incarcerated For his behavior <laughs> So uh, My favorites I, I really hate saying that The best movie of a year was Blah blah because I think first of all Rounding them up according to what year they came out Is just is so random yeah. uh, But Since we all play that game some of my favorites from the last year were uh, Safety Not Guaranteed, oh, so good. The Raid Redemption, Lincoln, and uh, I think not getting enough attention here at the end of the year for the, for its acting and for its overall movie making, End of Watch. Uh, end of Watch, to me, those guys did a very good job of showing... Oh wow! This is how you like. If you felt like, wow, I was in a squad car. They were great at playing partners, yeah. But the movie itself, I was like, I get it, yeah. Get along with the goddamn story, like, yeah. Being a cop is nuts. Like, it took them two acts. I mean, like an hour and change, hour and a half to get to the actual story. And that, after a while, I was, I got bored. I was like, moving along. Yeah, I found it uh, utterly compelling from start to finish. And and if, if anything, I'd say. It was almost some sequences were almost uh, too intense and too, too much of a coincidence that so much shit would go down on you know in and around one pair of cops you know shifts right. you know there's certainly a lot of things happening but I don't I don't remember it being slow to get going but I I just found it 
and I, I was saw it a little late, so I was like pleasantly surprised, I guess, by you know, because I was I was sort of expecting it to be a little bit more by the book. But I'm also, you know, I'm 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 one of the big uh, Training Day detractors. I don't I don't think Training Day is a good movie. I don't either. And um, and I thought this I thought this gave it more gave that a similar kind of story, you know, more. Um, more interesting things for me instead of just like a simple like oh this one cop's really bad so now we're just gonna watch him be really bad for a whole movie yeah training the first 40 minutes of training you were great but then like it would have been to me a more far more training day would have been far more compelling had it been this this debatable gray area of of Denzel Washington's tactics like his whole like you know by any means necessary and I've you know I've incarcerated these this many guys that that whole speech you know I have ten thousand man hours and and what it takes to get that done and then it's like oh no he's just fucking evil and crazy corrupt to the bone so there's nothing to debate you know what I mean like yeah that was that, that was dumb and you know I think in the in the grand scheme of things we'll look back and you know Flight will be the movie that he deserved the Oscar for more. Yeah. Than Training Day, but you know, unfortunately, Flight came out the same year as Lincoln. And oh, it's, he's going to get Paul Newman. Like when Verdict came out, uh, or well, whoever he lost to for the Verdict, Gandhi. <laughs> yeah, that 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 was ultimately a, a, just a bad choice because again, Ben Kingsley certainly done better work or has good or better work in other films. And uh, but I, I think. I think Lincoln beating Denzel is not going to be thought of as a snub as much as just bad timing. Yeah. Because Daniel Day-Lewis is just ridiculous. And John Hawks in the sessions is up there in the same, you know, category in a, in a movie that, you know, if it wasn't for his performance and Helen Hunt's performance, I, it, there's not there's not really much to the movie, but... But damn, is he good in it? He makes he makes you care about him getting his sex on. Yeah. All right, this has been best of Two Oceans Twelve. Hi, I'm Bill Passett. Let the games begin. Oh, Let's our, play some build a title. In honor of tomorrow's sold out Benson movie interruption at the Sunray Cinemas in Jacksonville, I have chosen as our starter title. Dirty Dancing. So you need a movie that ends in dirty or begins with dancing? Or part of one of those words, of course. You know how to play. You're one of the best. Joe Dirty Dancing. That's right. Joe Dirty Dancing. And then, uh... Let's see. Trying to think of a movie that ends in Joe, and I don't know if there is one. Uh, Blank Joe, something to Joe. What happened to Joe? Has anyone seen Joe? (laughs) Alright, so I have to add the dancing then, and um just to give you something easy to play off of since I'm the one that planned this game I'm gonna go Joe Dirty Dance Singing in the Rain Dance Singing in the Rain Dance Singing in the Rain Uh, uh, Dance 
singing in the rain, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Joe Dirty Dead singing it in the rain, man. Man. Manhattan. So you've got Manhattan. Project. Project. Project X. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe Dirty Dance singing in the rain, Manhattan Project X. was a monkey movie with Helen Hunt and Matthew Broderick. Yeah, Project X was a monkey movie. It's a monkey movie. It's under that, that genre category. Monkey movies. And, uh, but then they made uh, Project X also came out this year about the uh, out-of-control teenage party. Project Xanadu. Boom, starts with an X. Yeah, so this, so this is a spelling game now? Yep. It's not, it's not about how the words are pronounced? Because um, you pronounce it Xanadu. Xanadu. Yeah, it doesn't count. <laughs> All right, hold on, I got one. <laughs> oh. Such a dumb oh. tart. Oh, oh. <laughs> X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> X-Men. There's 10 million people screaming X-Men. Right yeah. Um, okay, so I got Joe Dirty Dance singing in the rain, Manhattan X. I mean, Manhattan Project X Men at Work. <laughs> the Estevez Sheen Starring Project. the Estevez Brothers. That's <laughs> garbage, man. Um, men at work. Working girl. Working girl. Okay, we got Joe Dirty dancing in the rain, Manhattan Project X Men at Working Girl. Girls just want to have fun. Fun house. Girls just want to have fun house. Before the days of uh, when they would add a yeah. little extra title, they just settled for two. It wasn't called House Party Two, the Ultimate Jammy Jam, <laughs> or something like that. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look and then disqualify you. All right, you do what you gotta do. I'll think of a backup. Oh, aren't you fancy? House, typing it into the Leonard Malton. House Party 2, straight up, dude. Boom! You That's how we do it. And I had something in the fucking holster, which you'll never know. You could have gone House Party 3. You made a third one? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. 
You sure did. Then they made another thing called uh, Class Class Act. Is that what it was called? I think so. Yeah. Can't stop kid and play. I mean, you could eventually. <laughs> eventually, they were stopped. But but you couldn't stop them for four, four movies. Okay, uh, House Party to be or not to be. Slickers 2, The Search for Curly's Gold. Um, Golden Eye. Eye for an Eye. Uh, directed by Richard Marquand, who did Return of the Jedi. Wow. Dickie Marks. What is it? Still, I? Yeah, Joe Dirty dancing in the dance singing in the rain. Manhattan Project, X Men, at working girls just want to have fun. House party to be or not to beat city slickers to the search for Curly's golden eye for an eye. Wow, this is a long one. Eye for an eye. you are with your own play. It's very entertaining. Well, that's what you I get from the robot. 12 guests of uh, Christmas. Jim. Okay, here you go. I robota be in pictures. <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> you are a robota be in Boom! Oh, God. That is such yeah. bullshit. What do you got for pictures? Alright, um... Go ahead and start looking it up on Leonard Malton because you're gonna make up a title. Gonna have to get verification. Ooh, no results. So according to the Leonard Malton app, there are no movies that begin with pictures. Let me do some plugs while you think about it. Douglas Movies returns to UCB in Los Angeles on Tuesday. And only mini boner ep listeners, especially listening to this one specifically, will get to know that one of my guests will be first-timer John DiMaggio, uh, best known as the voice of Bender on Futurama. Schedule permitting. Because, you know, guests cancel sometimes. Got anything that begins with pictures? Oh, Little Joe. What's Little Joe? A Western with Michael Landon. Alright, let me verify that. Because you know TV movies don't count, right? It's not a TV movie. Okay. Alright, Little Joe. Let's see what it says. No results. Michael Landon. Switching over to cast, cast. Type in Michael Landon. He's the lead actor in this thing. I don't know 
robot league. Because you know, you do know he played Little Joe on Bonanza, and that's a TV program. So it'd be quite a coincidence if he was also in a motion picture called Little Joe that has no connection. <laughs> he cheated, <laughs> son of a bitch. Landon and Faye Dunaway. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Man, that was good though. That was an that excellent was, one. That was impressive. There's gotta be something. Joe, I was like trying to think. Joe. Like, I think there's a. I think oh, I got one. Oh, Jimbo. What? Yo, Jim, yo Jimbo? Jim, yo Jimbo. What's that? Yo Jimbo Dirt. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're making no sense at all. <laughs> I see. Yo, I see how Joe. this works. Yeah. Um, pictures? There's nothing with pictures? But I think I've got a Joe. I just gotta look it up. Because I can't. I have to verify. That was a really good one. Um, but I think there was there's a Joe movie that I'm... I believe it starred Peter Boyle. It was just called Pictures? No, no, no. Pictures is... We're dead on pictures. I don't think there's anything to do with that. Peter Boyle. And Peter Boyle, on the other hand, Hot Joe was in a movie. I swear to God, it had the word Joe in the title, and I just can't think of. There's a there's a directed video film called Hot Joe or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Ali Sheedy's a coffee waitress or something. <laughs> yeah, okay, if you say so. Keep an eye out for that, everybody. She's a cop. That Hot Joe movie. Hot Joe, 1986. Hot Joe from 86. That seems... She's a coffee waitress and then falls in love with a cop named Joe, who was played by... C. Thomas Howell. <laughs> he's Hot Joe? Yeah, he's Hot Joe. And the, the movie poster is like, when she pours, he steams, or something like that. So that's what it is. Hot Joe, put it in there. Yep, that was right. Boom, no, still alive. No, I don't, uh, I don't think that's, we get, we get bad internet out here on the 95, so that's what's taking me so long to look this thing up. And that just means Hot Joe's for real. No, I'm not even trying to look up Hot Joe. <laughs> Care about Hot Joe at all? It's a good film. Wow, I guess you hate. Movies. I'm not down with Hot Joe. Thank you very much. I'm passing on Hot Joe. We gonna do another build of time? No, I'm gonna figure out Peter Boyle's joke. What this fucking Joe Peter Man? Boyle movie is? Oh, I know how to do it. I know how to do it. I'm going 75. They're passing me like I'm in reverse. Zipping bias. Lunatics. They know something we don't know. Yeah. Is it no rules on the Highway 95 day? Yeah. It's on the day. weekends, they just let everybody open yeah. her up. Just do it. Yeah, I'm getting no. Uh, getting no action here on the uh, internet. Internet, internet. So. We'll have to, uh, 
have to mention that in the uh, corrections department of the next episode. Hot Joe is a real film? We're not talking about Hot Joe anymore. <laughs> There's another movie that where Peter Boyle plays someone named Joe. Hi. And I can't... Hi. <laughs> I'm Bill Paxton as Peter Boyle as Joel, Joe. You might remember me from films such as Hot Joe, Spring Break, and Twister Goes to Hollywood. That's still a pretty good uh, title we got there. That was great. Yeah. Joe Dirty Dance, Singing in the Rain, Manhattan Project, X-Men, at Working Girls Just Want to Have Fun, House Party, To Be or Not To, Beat City Slickers 2, The Search for Curly's, Golden Eye for an Eye Row, Bada Bee in Pictures. Bada Bee in Pictures, man. Yeah. Bada. <laughs> Ot. Bot. Line it up. Take it home. <laughs> and, uh, oh, there might be a few tickets left for Douglas Movies taping at Parlor Live in Bellevue, Washington, on Saturday, January 12th at 420. Uh, what do you got to plug, Graham? January 26th, I will be in Honolulu on the island of Oahu at Hawaiian Brian's. That is Saturday, January 26th. I'll be headlining and also... I will be headlining Zanies in downtown Chicago, February 6th through 10. And my new album, Graham Elwood's Palm Strike Dance Party, is available at GrahamElwood.com, along with all my tour dates and at iTunes as well. Thank you. Nicely done. Also, Palm Strike Dance Party is available as a ringtone. <laughs> oh, yeah, don't forget that. Yeah. <laughs> you definitely need that when your friends call. You want to hear me. You need a Palm Strike dance party in your pants. Yes. 24-7. Okay, well, as always, Hot Joe is a shit. <laughs> Hi, I'm Bill Paxton. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. 